Welcome to the Inner Glow Getter podcast, the podcast for you, the woman who is pushing the boundaries, expanding your consciousness, and doesn't take no for an answer. This podcast will help you reduce the overwhelm, tune back into you, take back control of your health, embrace your most authentic self, and show up as your most confident, aligned, and powerful you. We do the inner work together through the safe space for you to come learn, grow, and gain knowledge in areas of your life such as body confidence, hormones, feminine flow, money, well-being, spirituality, fitness, and mindset, and so much more. Let's get started. say to someone that was like you know just starting their own business and they're really worried about you know sharing with friends um yeah let's start with that and uh, I mean there's so many things I could ask you I'm like oh my gosh should I ask that question that question I've got like five questions (laughs) 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 we could go on all day um yeah when when you're starting a business and I guess it is it is up to the individual because I know this is this is a really interesting point. I've spoken to friends who have in the entrepreneurial space who have made a conscious decision to be like, I'm just not going to talk about my business with my family. Like it's just yeah. Um and you know, I'm I'm not in I'm not inside their head, but like that, that's the comfort, that's the decision that they feel comfortable with. Um, Mm. For me, it's, that's more tricky because it feels like you're um, hiding something or um, you're not sharing something that is so important to you um, Mm. with some, with the people that you love most. And yeah. Um, so I think it is really on the individual, yeah, and, and personal preference around, um, you know, mm. some people can really draw that boundary and just say, I'm not going to talk about it with anyone but my partner or I'm not going to talk about it with anyone but, um, you know, my friends who are in the same space who are also entrepreneurs. Um, so I do think it's really important to gauge, like, how you think that person will respond and um, I've actually just done a podcast episode about all of this. Um, so I'm trying to condense like 40 minutes into <laughs> one minute. But um, like be- because, you know, sometimes when they come, yeah, it's, it's about gauging how you think they will respond. And like yeah. the hopeful thing is that, you know, even if they are unsupportive, they'll probably you kind of hope they just keep that to themselves and, and recognize and have enough emotional intelligence that it's not going to be, it's not going to be helpful. If they yeah. do have like feedback that they feel that they really need to share it with you, like the hope is really that they have the emotional intelligence to be able to communicate it in a way to you that is um, still respectful and, mm. um, and, and acknowledges boundaries. And I think mm. the, the really important thing is like, you know the the unsolicited feedback it's so 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 common and you know oh, um, yeah. and 
it really is important to first draw that line that you haven't requested it. And as entrepreneurs, naturally, we're already investing in ourselves constantly and um, we are finding the support and the expertise that we need and the feedback that we need already. Um, Yeah. and, And I don't think because our family or friends are not in that position. They don't realize what we're investing in. They don't realize the spaces mm-hmm. that they kind of see that like, oh, they're setting up a business and they're doing it all by themselves. And and also the fact is you're going to make mistakes when you're starting a business. And it's going to be a little bit like, especially if you're using social media as a way to um, to drum up, to, to bring clients into your space. Like, um, you know, and you might have some family and friends watching you. Like they um it is going to be a little bit like there for them to see and but I don't think they they often often almost 100% of the time don't realize like um you know that we are investing in ourselves and we are getting Mm. the feedback that we need um but yeah it's Mm. also yeah it's just the it's gauging how you think they will respond and really like picking and choosing what you do share with them and yeah. um yeah and if if required really drawing a boundary around mm. um drawing a boundary around what you're what you're actually looking for because more often than not as well they're not in our shoes they're not um you know that it's it's hard to receive feedback from someone who's not even in their arena you know they're not even so yeah, that's, uh, yeah, and the feedback comes for lots of different reasons. I think, like, just to to really quickly summarize it, like, it's it's often they they do just like love and care for us, um, totally. but it's miscommunicated, or um, and or sometimes they desire for that for themselves, um, mm. and it's internalized, like they're or they're also like making a reflection on what they're. Um, what their level of risk is as well, because mm. some people still see, despite the fact that this, this isn't really true, but people still see that corporate as very, very stable. And I think yeah. last year and especially the amount of job cuts that took place, like um, with the COVID pandemic, like corporate is not as stable as we think it is. Yeah. 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 I love what you shared about like, you know gauging that individual and you know choosing what you share and yeah I've definitely had those moments myself where I've I've chosen um you know who I share things with and um you know you can have friends for different things and at the same time it can be so challenging like you shared when it's like your baby that you're bringing into the world and you're so passionate about it and you know the unsolicited feedback it you know like you say it's so so common and um I'm sure a lot of your listeners um have experienced this or you know possibly may come up against this having you know, spoken to you and lots of other friends and and peers in the industry where you know you'll be talking about like your service you'll be talking about your like the thing you give to people like whether it's like your treatment or um your coaching session and you'll hear those words of oh that's a bit expensive I'd never pay that and there's there's this like feeling in your heart of and also this 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 mixture of like awkwardness yeah and uh and also just like a bit of 
bit of frustration and anger because there's so much there's this lack of understanding because they're in a completely different either they haven't invested in themselves at that level or they just don't value that thing but when you deeply value something setting that boundary um mm. is so so important I'd love to hear a bit more about what setting that boundary looks like in situations like that particularly around pricing I don't know why I find price uh, when people comment on pricing that's one of the things that activates me the most yes. <laughs> because I'm sure it does to our listeners <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah I had a I mean it wasn't pricing but I had a comment um where a friend said you know this this might not work out that hit me like mm. a ton of bricks I was like what <laughs> like mm. I'm pouring my my heart into this like of course it's gonna work out like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, but yeah, yeah you, afterwards you do realize that like it's, you know, it's, it says more about them than it does about me. Like it's in the sense that, and I don't mean that in a mean way, it's it's more just speaking yeah. to like what they, you know, what they've decided to pursue in life and like, um, yeah, yeah. And I think also with personal development um, and especially enhancing our boundaries, like, and yeah, especially like, it's been a mixture of like spiritual and personal development, but I've come to a place where I think what other people are doing and what they decide to do, um, unless, unless they specifically ask me for advice, like I'm, I'm not going to get involved. Like I'm not going to, to go like, and, and that's yeah. something I might've done before. Like, um, but with this deepening of personal development, you come to a space where you just like deeply respect other people and um respect that they're on their own path and I'm on my own path and that there's a um yeah I, I don't know how to describe this but it's like yeah that just that awareness that I don't need to be triggered by what other people are doing or um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so like having that like having that like understanding of you know everyone's on their own path and having that kind of level of as energetic boundary um and just this yeah awareness that like actually like it is about what they say is about their belief of what's possible in the world and it's no comment on what is actually possible um and just really remembering what you know in those moments like like you touched upon earlier like you know it is possible you get to decide that it's possible and actually that's yes. that's their stuff this is your stuff um yeah. and yeah. your stuff is the stuff you're going to choose your <laughs> beliefs are the beliefs that you're going to choose and that are going to support you to create you know the things that you want to create and yeah, I'd love to hear a bit more. I know you mentioned about, yeah, you know, the path of personal development and spiritual development. And I really feel, I know we've talked about this um, in personal conversations as well. This can really go hand in hand with entrepreneurship. And I'd love to hear a bit from you about like, what were the first things that you, um, you know, invest in? What did investing in yourself look like? Um, and how has that evolved on your journey as well? Yes. Yeah. I mean, when I first started, 
I really didn't know where to begin. <laughs> like there's um, wading into like the the business coaching world and like what's on offer. Like I really had no idea. I was like, do I start with the hashtag strategy or the sales and the DMs? And there's lots of like um, bro marketing going on and, you know, that kind of um like no shade on him, but that kind of Gary V kind of style of things. And like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, and then there's a more like, you know, feminine flow kind of um, uh, a feminine led business side of things. And like, yeah, yeah, it can be really confusing at the start. And I think like, I wasn't even aware of like, that there are these like different kind of different approaches and different ways to do it and I think like there isn't one way when it comes to building your business either like um, people find success with all sorts of different approaches you know and there can be Mm. um, I think the thing I probably wish I had known at the start was um, to really like when when there's a gut feeling of something feels out of alignment to really trust that Um, because I did go into like the, you know, my first experience of like a sales call and um, Mm -hmm. what you need to say on a sales call. And um, like, I did Mm -hmm. go down the path of like learning what that could look like. Um, But also at the same time had a really strong feeling that that wouldn't work for me. But I think I continued down it because I thought, oh, this is the way, you know, they, they're having success in that way. Like maybe, um, mm-hmm. maybe I should, um, apply that too. Um, yeah, never actually ended up using that in a sales call style because, yeah. um, because it did really feel out of alignment, but I did invest in like, um, in which for me personally, it just, it didn't feel quite right. Like those really quite aggressive sales tactics. Like mm-hmm. if someone gives a um, objection to working with you, which, um, you know, or if um, someone says they don't have enough money for the investment with you, like you are to then, yeah. um, you know, instruct them on how to go about um, finding that money, which is so not our realm. Like I just, I, I actually, I really don't like that at all. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't think that's within integrity for anyone to do really. Um, uh, yeah. So so yeah, at the beginning of my journey, it was it was really like I didn't quite know where to begin, what to invest in, but I did invest in um, like a membership, which is how you and I met. So with the um, Becky Ravens Get Lit membership, and that yeah. was sixteen pounds a month because I jumped in like as soon as she launched it at the very very beginning, and that sixteen pounds I deliberated over that for hours and hours and hours, days and days and days. And I was actually just (laughs) reflecting the other day. I deliberated over 16 pounds longer than I deliberate on a thousand pound course these days. Um, But um, it really did feel like a huge, like, oh my God, I'm taking this. Cause it was around the time where like I described that being on the tube, listening to the podcast, like I had not acknowledged, there was no, like there hadn't even started an Instagram page. There was, there was there was nothing material it was the the business was just a fragment you know of my mind basically and that yeah. like investment of 16 pounds a month was a huge like oh my god I'm affirming 
I'm affirming that I want to prioritize this business and I'm situating myself amongst other women who are doing the same thing. Yeah. And I was so nervous at the time about being like asked by other women, like, you know, like, cause there was like, there was varying women in the group, like some who are way more established already working with clients, websites, podcasts, IGTVs, yeah. the rest of it, YouTube channels, um, you know, two to 10,000 followers on Instagram. And here's little old me, no Instagram page, nothing happening. But I was really afraid of being asked like, what, what is your business idea? What are you doing? I don't know. I just have an innate feeling that I should do this. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's what investing at the start looked like. And yeah, I definitely, like I said, dabbled in things that felt like out of alignment, like where sales techniques that felt really quite aggressive. Like at the time I looked at a course that was 5,000 US dollars and there was, it had raving reviews and really good feedback and 90 day course. But I, and I got on a sales call for it, but it, I'm so glad I listened to my intuition because I know now it just yeah. wouldn't have been the right fit. Um, yeah. But I definitely dabbled in things that were of a lower price range, like, you know, 500 pounds less, 200 pounds less, that kind of thing. Um, yeah that I'll probably never utilize because they just, and when I say out of alignment, like I want to be specific about that. It's like, if you look at the way you communicate every day and if you're mm -hmm. doing anything that's wildly different to that, it's probably not going to work. Is, is that a good way to describe totally. it? Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> and I, I feel you. I feel you so much in this. Like we're taught, like if we're, often as entrepreneurs when you start out you learn different strategies and particularly when you're first starting you're like you're new or like you're learning and yeah. I had a very similar experience of learning certain strategies and just it not sitting well and um you know as someone I'm quite a sensitive person like I I just I wouldn't feel good about and I, I've got on sales calls myself where people have done the thing where they're like what happens if you do nothing and yes. it's like oh my god and then, <laughs> and then it's like I'm, I remember someone said to me once like you know if you don't do this you're gonna you know it's not gonna work um you're gonna be working like full-time doing like a job you hate um or, you know they said you know you're in one year's time you'll be in the same place and and you'll be uh working in like you know as, as a barista full-time and there's nothing wrong with that um and being fully transparent like as part of like building my business like I've done various other things um work part-time done other freelance work um and at the same time I think it's so unethical to pull on people's uh, pain points and to mm -hmm. you know try and get them to uh invest with you on that point because the whole point of coaching um and any therapeutic work is to support someone yep and to be in that collaborative partnership um and to really um get someone to trust their own decisions and for them to not see you as some kind of rescuer so a lot of the tactics are completely um just in complete opposition of what this work should be about um, exactly. exactly and so I totally I just totally feel you and and if you have to convince someone to work with you they're going to come into the container with that 
that energy as well exactly yeah Mm. yeah and it's like who wants to start out a, a relationship um and you know coaching therapeutic any kind of business relationship you know in order for that to work there has to be this element of feeling like you can trust that person and feel safe sharing things and for that not to be used against you as well yeah Um, yeah and then not to be this like weird power dynamic and yeah um I think it's so important like you said um to you know trust your gut if something feels wrong then it's not gonna it's not gonna work for you much better to work with your natural personality type and for you to you know obviously there are you know principles like active listening but that's very different to like scripts um and Mm. these questions that get people to answer a certain way which feel really can feel really manipulative actually um yeah so yeah I love I love and like to to compare to where I am now like I love investing things where there's the mindset piece and also the strategy so they're talking about both um not just the strategy or not just the mindset like it's a really meeting of the two and I love investing in coaches who really you know do that thing that you described just there of like guiding you to your own power guiding you to your own intuition um Mm you know, that they don't, it's not like they're like, I have this method. And if you adopt my method, you will succeed. Like, it's more like, here's my method. You can tailor it to what works for you. And here's some mindset, like aspects to that. And um, here's to like, here's how I can guide you further into your own power so that you can truly implement this. And, um, you know, like something that's really mind blowing as well. Like there's a figure of like 80% of the courses that people buy in the coaching industry, they don't finish. So like as, as new coaches coming, like to any listeners who want to become coaches and come into the industry, like I think something that's going to emerge now is, Mm. um, you know, creating material that people actually can take away and implement. They actually, um, actually complete as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think, and that's also yeah. with integrity of like um, that real like two-way relationship in the coaching um, in the coaching relationship of like really truly understanding how your how the person you know after they've invested in with you how are they experiencing your container and really having the courage to ask them how they're experiencing it so that you can truly get like authentic and honest testimonials at the end as well like yeah Yeah, totally totally and I think um that's something that's not spoken enough about you know because uh yeah I mean most of us go into this work because we you know deeply care about the transformation that we want to provide and we want to help people um and yet there can be a lot of talk online about like how do you get clients Whereas actually it's like, (laughs) of course we all want, you need, obviously you do, um, you want clients, of course, because that's a, that's quite a fundamental part of it. However, like, um, so important to really uh, create a relationship and a dynamic where there is this openness. And I I love that you shared about that and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much we could talk about in how um, 
yeah really being mindful about creating this equal collaborative partnership rather than power dynamics and, and pedestals and all of that and mm. I mean you know and that's not to to bash any anyone I think that um, a lot of the business space um, has that vibe as well I mean you see it in in corporate as well in terms of there being a ladder um, so yeah but I just love what you shared um, about you know how important it is that we create these uh, these safe environments and these relationships where we can have open conversations and provide feedback um, to support clients I think that's something that's not spoken about enough yes yes that's a whole nother podcast episode totally. went on a tangent <laughs> yeah oh my goodness so Kayla like yeah is there anything else that you would love yeah your listeners to know in this moment if they're sitting there being like oh my goodness I'm feeling so inspired by this podcast like they really resonate with your story and what you shared like what's on your heart that you want to share with them right now it just came through so I'm going to share it because I feel like it's it's going to be it's someone needs to hear it but just knowing that you can lean into your own desires um that is I think we're so routined and pre-programmed into like this is the way life should be and actually can I want to share a quick story actually Um, yeah the so in terms of like I call it like you know people call it life by design creating your own reality um I call it a technicolored existence (laughs) um (laughs) like creating and I had a real like huge like draw towards that like pull towards that concept but at the same time I had a resistance coming up about like oh is that a bit corny and that kind of thing so I just just want to like highlight if anyone is feeling that too um you know there, there could be reasons why that you have that your belief and that I had a certain reason for it and um yeah so like truly knowing that you can lean into your desires and that's okay and that you can go against the um go against the the norm you know be like the salmon going upstream and doing something a bit different and that's okay and Mm. um yeah like I think we can also get really caught up like like what so-and-so gonna think what like what are my parents gonna think you know at the end of the day it's like if you know if you had a gut feeling and intuition about what's going to make you happy like stand behind that 1000 percent and and get behind Mm. it um uh because at the end of the day like you know they really you know they just want you to be happy especially when it comes to like family and and close friends and um you know it's really like they're probably thinking more about their own lives and more about their own risk profiles than they are thinking about, you know, like truly what you are. Um, they're not thinking it from your perspective because, you know, you might have done a whole lot of personal development around what's possible and what's what you can create and how empowered you feel and that kind of thing. But yeah, in terms of a story, like, so December last year, I moved here to South Africa under the... Um, expectation that I'd be here for like three months or something like that and um but then they because of COVID the South African government like extended our port of entry visas um to March and then 
around March time, I went into the visa office and this was like, so I'd been here for like four months, going on five months, I think. And even though I was creating this, I was like doing a quantum leap. Like I was changing everything. Like mm. it ended our rental um, contracts in the UK. I had gone from full-time employee to um, contractor at my corporate mm. firm. I had, so, and then I'd gone down to part-time work, but um, ironically getting paid more doing less, <laughs> doing three <Yeah>. days <laughs> on a better salary. Um, but as a contractor, which is supposedly less stable, happened to extend that for months and months on end anyway, um, which was a beautiful support as I was creating my business on the side. And um, I was, yeah, I was doing all these things that were like huge leaps, but I, but I'm very like naturally quite a cautious person. Mm. And um, so I was doing all of those within a I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable. This is within my safe zone. It's my safe zone. So it's like, mm. um, you know, I was taking these, my life was starting to look like piece by piece, look completely different. And uh, I realized that I wasn't fully leaning into technicolored, you know, like, and I wasn't fully leaning into the concept of I can create you know, the life that I desire can create my own rules. I was still yeah. even taking these huge leaps, but I was controlling each step and it was within my safe zone. And I was, yeah. um, you know, I was still like, um, I was still doing everything within what I deemed as, you know, what I'm perceived to, to be doing, what I should be doing, the perception, mm. and especially like family and friends, like what they expect me to do next kind of thing. And like, yeah, I was doing everything within the expectations. Like I wasn't fully unleashing into this. Um, and it really hit me in like, yeah, when I was coming out of the visa office and I had been here for yeah going on five months and it was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm like truly going like off piste now. Like I had this program of, I come to South Africa, I stay here three months, I move to Australia. I, um, you know, and I had this version, there was like two parts to my brain. There was like the, what I think I should be doing and the, the yeah. program part and the, like, this is the itinerary and the, like, this might still have a bit of like corporate in it. And mm. um, then the other part of me that's like, fuck it all. Like, I just want to create exactly what I want to create. And um, yeah, I've, I've really lent into that other side of my, my brain now and really, mm. um, yeah. So that that was that was a, I've had a very interesting relationship to leaning into my desires and it actually comes yeah. a lot from like um from childhood and from um yeah preconceived beliefs and understandings of what mm. I was capable of and what I can and can't do um yeah yeah so I walked out of that visa office I looked up at the mountains in George and I thought oh my god I had this realization I'm I'm actually like finally I'm breaking the rules like I'm like going off piece like oh my god like I'm going outside mm. of the program and the itinerary and what I said I was going to do wow wow yeah. wow and 
what do you feel was like what was the thing that like supported you to really like lean into you know the part of you that yeah it's gonna go for it and to put aside how you perceived because I know you mentioned those those two parts there and yeah it's gonna be so much that comes up like deep healing but I'd love to hear from you like what what really helped you lean in and and follow your heart and and really just go for it it's a big combination of things like definitely my partner Giovanni like he will he'll back me like whatever I do like Mm. I said I'm gonna go become a garbage man he'd be like okay sure <laughs> like go ahead <laughs> I'm here for you babe <laughs> so I'm, I'm very lucky with my partner he's very supportive mm. um amazing friends like you and Faye Aww. and Sarah and yeah like also in that entrepreneurial space and like just having you guys at the like the end of telegram and whatsapp and um doing the membership with you yeah so um, but I'd say also just me, like I just, I just truly like backed myself and got to a point. It's been, yeah, like a real, like comes back to confidence, you know, and confidence is like a really, um, a really like frequently used phase, uh, phrase. And I know when I didn't feel confident it felt like something that felt like so far away and Mm. um made me feel in a real space of lack but I think what I truly started to embody is that I've got my own version of confidence and it looks it looks different on everyone and uh and yeah I really unleashed that part of me and the innate like spirit within me that says um you're capable and that kind of it just like kind of grew and grew and grew Mm. and grew and grew and like I described in like the insta live that you are on this morning like it's like the version of it is like even when your voice shakes keep going like there is a Mm. there is a um there's a confidence within you that is just powerful really powerful yeah so I'd say I I started Mm. to really really back myself and yeah, it was off the back of some really like interesting situations earlier this year. Like my grandma was unwell, my uncle was unwell. Um, Gio and I had some um, things come up in our relationship. We were apart for quite a while while I was here in South Africa and he was still in the UK. And off the back of that, like it was really like I couldn't grab onto the things that were normally there and the concrete things mm. and I started to self-source a um a power within me and I also learned my attachment style which I think was really yeah. useful as well <laughs> yeah oh incredible incredible so it's that beautiful combination of really like seeing your own power and also being in a supportive um environment as well and it and really sort of getting to getting to know yourself on an even deeper level when things changed um and really just having that courage to back yourself 100% and to even when things felt scary 
to lean in and to do it. And over time, the confidence, your own unique version of how that authentically looks to you grew. So yeah, mm. that's incredible. Thank you so much mm. for sharing all that, Kayla. You're welcome. Oh, felt oh, felt, felt so, healing to share it as well. <laughs> yeah. So a little birdie told me that you've got lots of exciting things coming up <laughs> to support people with pivoting pivoting into yeah yeah nine to five into entrepreneurship and yeah I'd love to hear more and I'm sure your listeners would love to hear more about what that looks like how they can dive in all the exciting things so this episode is coming out next week Friday so we will literally be days away from the masterclass starting so get your little butts in there it's going to be yeah. is this episode is coming out on the 17th and that's three days until the masterclass series starts on the 20th um yeah so that masterclass is called plan your pivot it's a three-day masterclass with a bonus q a at the end um we're going to go through like everything that we've discussed in in this episode today so the um embracing your inner rebel that sacred rebel the backing yourself like unequivocally and the also like the nourishing environment side of things and also we're, we're going to like dive in deep into like if you do receive critical or negative feedback how you can practically handle that um so because I know that's a thing that comes up for lots of entrepreneurs both new and established as well um yeah yeah so it's for the woman who, who like has the start of an idea in corporate um like I described in the episode just like knowing you want to create something but not even knowing what it's going to be and um or even if you have uh, like a more fully formed idea and you're starting to build that on the side of corporate or as we described also like you know you're working part-time you're building your business on the side and um yeah yeah just like how we can prepare ourselves um better and, and there's always going to be things that comes up, but I think it's, yeah, being prepared for any situation that comes up is always helpful. I think so. Yeah. And it's, especially with like, the things can like blind sign to you a little bit. Um, mm. I, I was on a masterclass a few months ago and, um, and the woman said it was exo Gingy, Steph Hewson. She said, um, and she's also like in a similar league to like Melanie in terms of that kind of like, um, financial success and she said collapsing time to her not only means like adopting the right strategies and taking action and showing up and all sorts of things it's like how you get better at handling the emotional um, side of things like the mm-hmm. and the um, you know the emotional intelligence side of things so like how you would handle um, you know a family or a f- um, member or a friend um, providing some you know, unrequested feedback or negative feedback Mm. or or very critical feedback and like how you can, um, you know, how you can deal with that situation so that, you know, it doesn't like linger and it doesn't Mm. like you both, you know, preserve that relationship depending on, you know, what took place and like where you want to take that relationship, but also like with your business in mind, um, how you can yeah expedite that really so so it doesn't linger and and destabilize you for too long and knock your confidence like we really um yeah I think that's one of the uh, like energy and what what you're bringing 
yeah, how you're showing up for your business is really important. Mm. Um, so yeah, <laughs> well, that's a big tangent, but something I'd love to cover anyway. Um, so yeah, plan your pivot. It's on the 20th of September. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Jump in. <laughs> it's a no brainer. It sounds so exciting, <laughs> incredible. And yeah, it just sounds super holistic, amazing, powerful. And yeah, thank I'm excited you, for you. Yeah, and for full transparency, I'm going to be um, launching a few like paid containers and way to work ways to work with me in an ongoing like capacity. So, and I'm excited Amazing. to share those as well. Yeah, can't wait to hear more. <laughs> thank you, Isla. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited that you continue to listen and we grow this inner glow getter community. The best place to follow along and make sure you never miss an episode is to be following me on Instagram at Kayla.Benson. I can't wait to connect with you all very, very, very soon in the next episode of The Inner Glow Getter. Lots of love. <laughs>